0: the post-playing career opportunities for professional athletes are wide-ranging some go into broadcasting some work behind the scenes in a front office some leave sports behind entirely to explore other pathways but for those who want to stay as close as possible to the game that they love they coach
1: Honestly, I fought it for a long time. Like, a lot of my friends, a lot of the coaches that I played for always called me a player coach, and I just was like, eh, "I don't want to coach." Like, uh, I know how I am like I was. Like, that's not something I want to do. I fought it for a long time.
0: That's the voice of Planet Pearson, 15-year WNBA veteran and three-time champion. She won titles with Detroit in 2006 and 2008, and with Minnesota in 2017 her final season as a player. After one year away, Pearson spent the 18-19 women's college basketball season coaching at Wayne State. This summer she returned to the Minnesota Lynx, this time as an assistant coach.
1: Um, I guess retirement came around and I was like you know what I still want to be around the game and I think I still have a lot of knowledge that I can impart on somebody that maybe they can have a better career than I had. Um, and so that was the big thing for me is just coming back and giving back to the game that gave me so much but also being a part of this game as well and seeing someone flourish even more than I flourished in this league. Um, I think Simone would be a really good coach. Um, Simone is also doing the same thing that I did, fighting it. But, uh, you know, it's just that level of attention to detail, like she understands. Understands, like, her entire career, she knew how to kind of come off pin-down screens and and get herself open. Like that kind of stuff is a lost art now. Like, so for her to be able to come back and, and be a coach and teach someone else that they can flourish and be better than her and do have a better career than she did, that, that that's invaluable.
0: Simone Augustus won't admit to wanting to coach, but it also sounds like something she's thought about.
2: You know, I'm still in denial about coaching but I don't know you know it's it's different levels of coaching so I've always thought like if I did it would probably be rec league kind of catch the kids early and shape and mold them to get them ready for you know high school college or whatever's next but she's adamant about I'm gonna be on a pro level possibly coaching because of the knowledge that I have the impact and then just the way that you come across the players like everybody can't like being a player you know how to talk to another player like sometimes when it comes from a coach maybe a coach that's never played and just kind of exits knows it gets lost in translation like so she was like you have a knack for talking to people and kind of getting information over to them in a way that they could
1: receive
0: welcome to lynx dynasty i'm your host neil Olstad. this is a podcast about minnesota's most successful franchise and the people themes and philosophies that make it special in this episode, we'll explore the transition from playing to coaching in the WNBA, all through the eyes of Planet Pearson. Planet is one of 11 former WNBA players currently coaching in the league. Retaining ex-players and providing careers after their playing days are finished is important for the WNBA. It improves the overall value of the league by expanding the idea of what it means to be a part of the WNBA. Another former player-turned-coach is third all-time in scoring for the Minnesota Lynx.
3: Katie Smith, head coach of the New York Liberty. I think it's great. I think opportunities for former players and, and women in the game are, is huge on all levels. I think that there's a lot of great ones. Love seeing Waylon. Love seeing Charmin. and love seeing P. Um, you know, love being, you know, one of them. So I just, I'm always for it. And I'm always personally want to do my part in trying to bring people along um, as well whenever I can. So it, it matters to me and, and that we support each other and that we continue to kind of give back to what, because we love this game and we're going to work really, really hard to make sure that this thing continues on a
0: The idea of giving back comes up a lot when speaking to players turned coaches. They feel a strong affinity towards the game of basketball that inspires a pay-it-forward attitude. Simone Augustus values the rich history of the WNBA and understands the knowledge that former players can impart on the younger generation about the players that came before them. This season, Simone has already been schooling Lynx rookie Kanisha Bell about the history of the league.
2: Um, you know, when Key was here for training camp, before Key, you know, uh, was waived or whatever, we were like, you ever seen Deanna Nolan? Do you know who that is? Like, that, you're a player that kind of resembled, like, your game kind of fits what she used to do here. And she didn't know. She gave her homework assignment. Go and watch this player. Go YouTube her. Go see her game. And so that's what we need. We need to be able to have, you know, former players be around to educate the young, the new players on the legends of the game and how the game was played and how they can um, impact the game or maybe steal some uh, knowledge from players like that. Yes, you can't lose your history. Like we still hear today about Dr. J and uh, the Iceman and Larry Bird and Magic Johnson. Like that's still relevant today because the NBA and those guys keep that going. And so that's the same thing we need to hear here. Like we you hear about the same players over and over, like the swoops, the coops, the Lisa Leslie's. But there were more players that contributed to where this league is at than just those three players. And we want to make sure that, you know, the younger generation knows that.
0: Beyond the passion for the game and handing down knowledge from the past, former players who get into coaching have invaluable first-hand experience in every aspect of playing in the WNBA. They understand everything that goes into being a professional basketball player, from the day-to-day grind of the WNBA schedule to the mindset and preparation involved. Coaches like Planette have been there and done that.
1: Um, it gives me a little street cred. Um, you know, you can go back and watch video of me playing and see that I'm not just telling, I'm not just spewing off at the mouth about things that I've done or things that you should do that help me. You can actually go and see it. Um, So I think that kind of helps with the players and you know some of the players here um, have played against me or played with me so that makes it even better like you know they know what I brought every day um, on the court and so that makes it a lot easier to be a coach. So that I think having a WMA player, a former WBA player, on your coaching staff will mesh the gap between the coaches and the players. Like, I see it now. Like, you know, they come talk to me because they feel like they're freer to talk to me than they are going to uh, Walt or P or even Cheryl, for that matter. Like, so it's just like a liaison in between the two of them. So it's great for me because I know what it is on this side and I know what it is on the on the, uh, player side. So I can help each party,
3: mesh together. I mean, she's smart. She's savvy. She, understood, she understands why she's doing what she's doing. So it just, it, it, obviously, that's why she has such longevity playing-wise is, you know, obviously the physical being able to, to, to play, but the mental part of it is just as important of just knowing where and how. And I think that's why, you know, the transition onto the other side has been something that is good for her, and I think she'll be really good at it. P has never been afraid of work um, and getting in there and doing everything she can to get herself better. So not only is she comfortable doing that, which coaching is that, it's a lot of you know film and this and, and hours or whatever, she's not scared of that. And she also understands what she's seeing. And I think she relates well, her personality is great. Uh, she's not afraid to, to, to say what she needs to say, but she's also somebody who's gonna pick people up um, You know, because she has all of that. And, and you respect her because of her work ethic.
0: In her playing days, Pearson was a force, a crafty, versatile power forward with the ability to dazzle you with her footwork in the post or face up and hit shots from the outside.
3: I mean, she's one of my favorite teammates. Um, Versatile, competitor, smart, um, you know, just does it all. Like just somebody who I would take into battle any night, um, just knows the game, but just competes every single night and just, you know, you just know what you're gonna get.
0: She could do a little bit of everything, Defend, rebound, pass, and score. She also brought a toughness to the floor, too. Her rock-solid screens always seemed to be opening up her teammates. Pearson was also the self-appointed enforcer of any team she was a part of. After being drafted fourth overall by the Phoenix Mercury in 2003, Planette was traded halfway through the 2005 season. She was sent to Detroit to play with the Shock, and the move would change her life. The next four seasons of her career were some of the most successful. Between 2006 and 2009, the Shock were consistently one of the best teams in the league and won two WNBA championships. Along with great players like Deena Nolan, Cheryl Ford, Swin Cash, and Katie Smith, Pearson played a big role in those powerhouse Shock teams. Detroit's coaching staff featured Bill Lambeer as head coach and Rick Mahorn and a young Cheryl Reeve as assistants. Bill and Rick were teammates from the bad boys' Pistons days. Planet credits her time learning from Lambeer, Mahorn, and Reeve as being highly influential on her decision to pursue a post-playing career in coaching.
1: Yeah, Bill was, Bill was a big part of it. Um, just the whole staff when I got to Detroit, um, Rick Mahorn and Cheryl Reeve, like those guys being there, like they had a wealth of knowledge. Um, we used to talk about how Rick was our, our, our second father. Like, you know, he just made sure he cared about us, checked on us, and he just taught us little nuances of the game. Bill would, you know, draw certain things up. He, the
3: offenses that he had, you know, he had a ton of them. But we were able to read and understand why we were doing what we were doing, um, setting screens, understanding matchups. Uh, so we had a really good group that understood and, and could take what he was giving us. The same with Reeve. Reeve is a very much a technician and demands the same. Um, and, you know, Bill Reeve and Mahorn just. We've all kind of been molded through that, that tree a little bit where he allows you to be you within the team uh, setting. So you do you within still the team is first. It's still best shot for that, what's best for the team. But, yeah, the detailed um, execution uh, on the offensive end and being creative and, and understanding how to draw up stuff and, and what to use at certain times, I think we all kind of got from him.
0: Lambeer would resign in 2009, and planet was traded to the Liberty midseason in 2010. Pearson would call New York home for the next five seasons, helping her team to three playoff berths. 2015 brought free agency for Planet, and she signed with Tulsa, now Dallas, and played well enough to be named to her first All-Star game. Individual accolades aside, neither that Shock team or the Wings team a year later had any shot at finals contention. The early career team success that she had tasted in Detroit had been missing for nearly a decade. With her time as a professional basketball player running low, Pearson wanted one more chance at a title. She found a fit in Minnesota with her old friend and coach, Cheryl Reeve. The reunion was a smashing success. The 2017 Minnesota Lynx steamrolled the entire WNBA with a league-leading 27-7 record. Sylvia Fowles was the MVP, and their legendary starting five was at the peak of their powers. But another reason that the 2017 team was so successful was their airtight bench, Pearson joined Renee Montgomery, Natasha Howard, and Gia Perkins to give Minnesota four solid reserves to aid the Olympians in the starting lineup.
2: Um, just her leadership. Uh, you know, Planet didn't play a lot of minutes, but she was a vital part of our success. Like, when we came off of the floor, she was coaching in the huddle. Like, before Cheryl comes into the huddle, she was the one that came and talked to us about whatever it was that we needed to adjust, whether it was offense or defense. Or personally, like, you know, you can tell if a player's not locked in. She would pull us to the side, mainly me. I don't know why she always felt like she could talk to me. But um yeah, she would be like, yo, mom, we need you this possession or we need you to pick it up, make sure you close, do do whatever you needed to do. And just that, that in itself, um, you know, kind of let you know that she was ready for whatever was next, which was probably coaching. The way that she spoke to people, it was like um you didn't mind her getting on you, like, because you know it came from a space uh, of positive criticism. Like she wanted to see you do better. And even on the floor, like the way that she pre like the way that she played, like it was days when the second group was ten times better than the first group. Like they would bust our ass on the floor, and it was partly because Planette was leading the way, the way that she went about her day-to-day activity.
0: As you know, the Lynx won their fourth WNBA championship in 2017. Mission accomplished for Planette. She could now ride off into the sunset as a champion. And then, a year after retiring from the game, she returned to Minnesota as a member of Reeves' coaching staff.
4: You know, in 2017, Planet was 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 clear it was it was the end, uh, and so I think because of that, she understood maybe how to carve out a space that was really valuable. Uh, she had a strong connection to her teammates, uh, great communicator. You know, we'd come off the floor, and she you know she'd be right up to a player and telling them uh, what she saw, uh, what needed to happen. So she's got a great mind for, you know, she's comfortable here because of stuff that we we run and the way we do it. She she did, um, you know, a little bit in Detroit and then and then uh, certainly here. So. Uh, she's got knowledge and, and uh, confidence in, in saying what needs to happen. and she's been really good for uh, someone like Elena Coates. She's really investing time into her because lay needs a lot of communication. Uh, so I would say that's really carried over. you know that, that's where I think she takes great pride in is connection with her teammates. She likes being in the training room when they're back there uh, and then obviously being on the court in game. Uh, so it's it's proven valuable.
1: Well, I mean, this 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 position for me is um, very similar to me as a player. Um, I'm the glue. I just do it. whatever they ask me to do that day, um, whether it's work with the post players, whether it's work with the bigs, whether it's tell somebody about their mentality and how they're approaching everything. I just do a little bit of everything. You know, Whatever they ask me to do, I'm willing to do it. There's nothing that I'm putting myself in a box and saying, hey, I'm only doing this. But of course my specialty is in the post, so I do a lot of help with Walt. Um, helping Sil, helping uh, Damiris, helping Fee in the post and, and Elena Coates. Um, but yeah, I'll get out here and rebound and set screens and do whatever I need to do for whoever needs an extra um, little workout. I'm not, I'm not opposed to anything. I'm a competitor, I love to watch basketball too. I love watching the WNBA, so I study, even though I was away from the game for a year and a half, two years, something like that. Um, I, I studied the game, I still watch the game. So it was just like, I, I kind of start learning people's tendencies and that was always my niche was to learn tendencies of the other players so that maybe if I can stop those, I can make it a little bit harder for them and a little bit easier for me. So um, yeah, it gets a little specific and uh, you know, I, I try to help still out a lot um, was telling her where the double team is coming from, when it's coming, how is it coming, are they coming on the dribble, is it coming from the big, or is it coming from the guard, or is it coming two people? Like, um, And I think that really helps still out a lot. Just bit my eyes um, off the court. Um, it's not always easy having to have three people challenge <laughs> you the whole game, uh, or every game should I say, but um, she, she, I hear her on the floor. And so like I, I pretty much just tune everybody out and I hear her talking to me uh, while she's behind the bench and she's telling me where the traps coming from if they come in baseline if they come in middle or if i put the ball on the floor if they come in on the bounce and stuff like that so she's been helping me with that but at the same time just telling me to just slow down a little bit stay poised and then don't let people rush me so that i mean being specific is is really my thing and i think cheryl likes that <laughs> because i'm so specific but it's like for me coming into the coaching and then coming in and doing this doing this for the links where i played my last year it's easy for me because i just remember the things that i used to have to do like the little things that made me remember a play um what i was supposed to do in the play or the little things that i was supposed to do to like i think i told um fee the other day like hey i used to do this like i used to step in front of her and make her think that i was posting up and then take off to go get the ball like those little things help people out
0: by all accounts, this seems like a very ideal situation for all parties. Planette gets to cut her teeth as a WNBA coach in a super familiar and comfortable setting. Reeve and Pearson go way back. They're both fiercely competitive and stand for the same stuff. Details, execution, and communication. But when you hear Planette describe why she chose to return to Minnesota, it is very clear how highly she regards the Lynx organization
1: um it was just the culture the culture of the organization like you know everyone from mr taylor and becky damn like um the culture that we're we're competitive but we're going to be treated well and as long as you give your your all we're going to love you and we're going to pick it up and we're going to move and that kind of thing like really sparks a player to give their all like you know you don't have to worry about anything but basketball Like they give you anything and everything Um, we have this nice facility We have the Target Center, which was really nice. We have nice living arrangements. Like, everything is just great so that you can take all the worry about everything else out of your mind and just play basketball. Come in here and give your all. Um, So knowing the culture that this organization breathes um, just made it easy for me to come back. Um, There's not an easy thing to come into a new organization. I'm calling it new because I left for two years and then I'm coming back. Um, But... It's not easy coming in and finding your way. Like I found this easy to walk into um, and understand what what's going on and kind of understand the playbook and understand how Cheryl is and Walt is and Shell P. So it's made it an easy transition for me. Um, and the love around here, like Mr. Taylor, comes up to me every day and gives me a hug when we see each other. Like it's the best thing ever. Like just to know that they value me being here.
0: Before we go, let's check in one more time with Simone Augustus as she grapples with the idea of someday being a coach.
2: What, to coach? Or, hell no, I'm still in denial. I <laughs> Well, just as I'm sitting on the side right now, you know, trying to get back on the court, I I just got on them this morning. I was like, man, y'all work so hard. I was like, you're supposed to work smarter, not harder. And I was like, it's little things that you you should do, like paying attention to details as far as like defense. That's that's what was that was our focal point this morning. I'm like, if you know the player that you're guarding, like if she's only a right-hand driver, if you cut it off, wouldn't that be a little easier for you to defend? Like it's certain things that, like she said, like coming off of pin downs, knowing how people are playing you defense it makes your life a lot easier so in that aspect yeah i could probably help and pass on some knowledge but i'm still in denial
0: thanks for listening to episode seven of lynx dynasty special thanks to planette pearson katie smith simone augustus Sylvia fowles and cheryl reed for their time Please subscribe to the show in Apple Podcasts or in your podcast app of choice. If you enjoyed the show, please pass it along to another Lynx fan in your life. Spreading the word is the best way to show your support. Lynx Dynasty is produced, written, and hosted by me, Neil Olstad. You can follow me at Lynx underscore Dynasty on Twitter and read my Minnesota Lynx coverage at canishupis.com. Thanks for listening.